Slowly, very slowly, he let out the breath that had caught in his lungs. He opened his eyes, remembering how next door's cat had given him a few scares in the past, that kettle drum boom when it leapt onto the dustbin, and its plaintive wail like the cry of a tortured child. Harry willed it to make a noise now, to break the illusion of danger. Nothing. Because it wasn't an illusion. His focus switched to the space around him. Alice was sleeping heavily, and so, for once, was the baby. When the time was right, they'd planned to move Evie to the nursery next door. For now, she slept in a Moses basket on a fold-out stand, positioned close enough to Alice's side of the bed that she could reach out and soothe her back to sleep at the first hint of a restless murmur. Evie had her own breathing pattern, a rate so rapid it brought to mind someone panting to complete a race, and a distinctive snore that managed to sound enchanting, even on the nights when Harry was so tired he wanted to claw out his eyes and fill the sockets with concrete. There was always a smell of milk in the room, Evie's signature fragrance, but now Harry realised it was competing with something else, a sour top note of male sweat and stale clothing that had no place in here. And other breathing. Was he imagining that? He locked up every muscle, devoted his full attention to listening, listening. And then the voice of a stranger spoke from the shadows. Wake up, sleepyhead. Alice reacted with an urgent flailing of limbs. She probably thought she'd overslept and missed a feed. Harry tried to speak, wanting to find a way to keep her silent and still, because it had occurred to him that Alice's best hope of safety, of survival, was if the intruder believed Harry was alone in the room. But the words wouldn't come, and his rational mind knew it was a ludicrous idea. The streetlight, filtering through the curtains, was more than sufficient to see how many people were present. Three. And that thought, the knowledge that his baby daughter was here too, made him sit up in a panic, his mind racing. The bed trembled, and Alice groaned and stretched, turning towards the Moses basket. Harry! Shh! He rubbed his eyes, trying to make sense of a shadow, a shape, just to the right of the door. It took a step towards the bed as Alice, twisting in his direction, said, She's sound asleep. Why? Look! Harry lifted his arm to point, wondering vaguely if he was hallucinating from sleep deprivation. Oh, yes, please to hear Alice laugh and say, there's no one here but us. But Alice didn't laugh. She sucked in a breath as if to scream, then choked it off, probably acting on the same instinct that had driven Harry's response, to keep Evie asleep, to protect her, no matter what else happened. And still the figure waited at the end of the bed. It was a man, tall and broad, but there were no features apparent, nothing visible in the silhouette. Get out of here, 
Harry barely recognized his own voice. He was ashamed of the tremor in it, as if such a weak command could send a burglar packing. In response, the man turned slightly, checking over his shoulder. There was another trickle of laughter. That was when Harry knew this wasn't a burglary at all. It was something much, much worse. Chapter 2 In what seemed like an act of dark sorcery, the bedroom door swung open. The overhead lights snapped on, a cold dose of reality on a bleak November morning. Both of them jumped at the shock, and Alice just managed to stifle a shriek. A second man entered the room. He was shorter and thinner than the first, but otherwise looked the same.